Welcome to the Forking Healthy podcast, a place where two sisters have cheeky chats about everything natural health and wellness. I'm your host, Jenny Soder. I am also your host, Cheryl Berecki. Together, we hope to inspire, entertain, and motivate you with our knowledge and decades of experience in the natural health and fitness industry. So if you're ready, let's get Forkin' Healthy. Hello, hello. I just realized we're doing a whole show on like one food. <laughs> if we took that theme, we could probably just be like, today is about bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That might be, I mean, if we start running out of topics, that might be an idea. I kind of like this top 10 thing. Yeah, We are coming up with like almost a year. 32 will be the first season. Shot the front door. Yeah. And I also wanted to- You have to to have a big celebration year, like episode. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Also, um, I just realized the last episode we did with your son, my nephew, Jason, um, it was not explicit. There was no swear words. So bravo to wow. us. <laughs> we made it a G rating finally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this will not be G rated. No, no. <laughs> Let's just put that right out there right now. If your kids okay. are nearby and you don't want to discuss the birds and the bees, you <laughs> might want to turn pause. it on to uh, pause <laughs> it or put some earbuds in. Yeah. Okay. Right, you going to start with some fast five? Yeah, we're talking about coconut oil today, and I have five questions. I'm ready. My first question for you is, when did you first discover coconut oil, and what did you use it for? Oh, um, good one. I would say I first discovered, I can't pinpoint the exact date, but I would have to say, and I'm going to talk about this a little later, when I became dairy-free, probably. So... Um, when I needed to really broaden my horizons on using more than just butter. (laughs) And so that would probably, God, I think I've been dairy free for, um, like cow dairy free anyways, for the most part, like 90% for the last, I don't know, 15 years. How many body parts have you put coconut oil on before? I don't Um, think there is one. I haven't put coconut oil on. (laughs) and number three um if you were dating someone and they didn't use coconut oil what is the first thing that you would use the coconut oil (laughs) um well I would definitely so it's not unknown for me to bring coconut oil um with me everywhere so a small container of it um you know camping and traveling and all of that so I'd have to say it'd probably be one of those things that I would um be bringing and sliding into the kitchen I would start with the kitchen because I wouldn't want to like you know start in other rooms of the house that we'll allude to later and get him too um, far out of his comfort zone so I, I would probably use it for like baking first okay now, how, th- that leads to the next question. Oh, God. <laughs> what, how many rooms in the house do you have coconut oil in? Oh, good one. I only, only three right now. So only, <laughs> only in the kitchen, only in the bathroom, and only in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> only. I have, some, I, I have a travel one that I go away with as well. And the last yes. question is, 
what is the the biggest container of coconut oil the size of the biggest oil uh co coconut oil container that you've gotten or how many at a time even well if it goes on sale at costco <laughs> i have been known to buy and stock up on multiple i think three of those what are those big ones oh my god that's like i think it's two kgs <laughs> yeah i've gone three before when it was a good sale nice. because like it just doesn't really go bad and so i just put it i have a good little storage space funny enough it actually does go bad we i almost had to throw one out there's an expiry date i guess i've never yeah. gotten that close no. to the expiry date we could go check on mom yeah. and let's just say that she probably is close to the expiry date or For beyond sure. yeah. right yeah. For sure. Um, I'm I'm shocked that you didn't ask a question or allude to how this topic came up. Um, we'll leave that and I'll go into the fast five for me. Number one, where do you buy your coconut oil and how much do you go through? I used to buy it at Costco, but I actually found that we weren't going through it as much anymore. Mm. Um, and so now I just buy it at a local health food store. Um, and it's in a quite a tiny um, container, but nice. that's only because we're moving soon. <laughs> yes. No more bulk for you. Right. Um, number two, have you always liked the taste of coconut? I actually, well, no, that's not true. So one of the only treats that we had growing up was coconut flakes and they, cause they were like, um, sweetened. Mm. And course, so I used sure. to have like a mouthful of those. Oh yeah, along I with sesame that seeds and something else. So I liked the taste of coconut, but not coconut oil. Mm. That's pretty. That's pretty similar on most things. I don't love like applesauce. I prefer like eating the damn apple. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, is is there anything you can think of that you? will not use coconut oil for um well i had a pelvic ultrasound today <laughs> and i was like you know here's what the here's our rating people already <laughs> and i was like you know what can i bring my can I bring <laughs> do you have to use that ky jelly and she's like, yeah, it's water soluble. And I was like, oh, cause so I guess coconut oil won't I work, guess right? whipping out this container from my purse isn't a possibility. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, okay. she said it was a firm no. So there we go. <laughs> so this probably answers the next question that I had, which was what is the weirdest thing that you have used coconut oil for? But you may have a secondary answer besides bringing I'll it to your pelvic exams. I'll <laughs> I'll do a secondary. Oh, there's a lot of them. Um, I have used it on my squirrel to get like sap out of her hair. <laughs> oh, that's good one. Actually, yeah. that's really good use. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, has your opinion or your knowledge on coconut oil changed over the years? You know what it does. I think it's like, I have this rebel mindset shocker. Um, in like, <laughs> since born birth yeah that's and a trait that's so that's inherited in our dna yeah <laughs> and and it actually i got a new phone today and it, and it played across the same like when it becomes like coconut oil is like the thing i'm like yeah i'm over it now yeah, that was yeah so that's yesterday. why i asked you i know yeah. 
So I was like, Hey, can, I don't want that color phone. Like it, I will take the other phone if it comes in a different color. And then at the end of it, I realized, and I actually said to the man, I just bought a case and it covers the color. <laughs> so that's a tendency. So yeah. Um, I'm kind of over coconut oil in yeah. many sense now. That's why I buy a small one because it's like, so it's sensei. not the cat's meow that you originally yeah. thought it was. I'm on or, to the next, yeah, but I still use just, it. You're diverse in your oil. Smell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So could we start by like telling people like maybe who knows, maybe someone's been in a hole for a really long period of time. They have yeah. no idea what coconut oil even is, or they've never actually thought about it. Mm-hmm. So coconut oil comes from the coconut palm, comes from the fruit or the nut of the palm, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the and oil part. It's the fat. It's a hundred percent fat. Yeah. It's mostly saturated fat, correct? MCT. Yeah. Medium tri- medium triglycerides. Yes. And and then this will be your area. Like tell tell our listeners a little bit about like virgin versus organic versus cold press versus non-gmo like what should people be looking for <laughs> you, you didn't fucking put this in the notes i did not prepare <laughs> i did not i'm putting it on the spot people so, so there's refined and there's unrefined mm-hmm. there is um and so refined is generally in a liquid state and it takes it or removes the actual okay. um right. you know smell from it and taste from it. Some people like so that. It's heavily certain, processed. Yeah, heavily processed? I, I still see it as processed. Yeah. So I buy the virgin, you know, solid coconut oil that yes. you get. And that's what I'm talking about. All the uses that I'm going through today, all uses is the same. Organic. So, yeah. Organic. Cold, unref- cold pressed. To be honest, What's I'm not cold- super sure what the organic thing means. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't like to throw out just the organic thing. What is there GMO coke? There is there really GMO coconuts? Like really? Well, it's not non-GMO, products? so I don't know if that's what oh. they're implying or if it's like yeah. organic. We didn't spray the tree or we didn't spray it with after. I don't. Or we sprayed it with something different. You know what? With the la- way the labels are going yeah. right now, I just don't even like to use it at all. Right. So, um, the terms. So, anyways. Yes. Okay. Coconut so ver- like just, uh, yeah. the, the least processed, the better for, Correct. for you. Yeah. Okay. Which Always. comes al- along the lines of for most people and, and that whole saturated fat thing, can we just like, um, let our listeners, I mean, we could do a podcast just on that, but can we just yeah. let our listeners know that saturated fat isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, like we have made it out to be like all the other shit out there that we hear. You're not going to have a heart attack by having coconut oil. Coconut yeah. oil is the least of your concerns. If I you love have that heart you disease, just, can you do that again? Go closer again. You are not <laughs> going to die from coconut oil. Wow. You could be a radio announcer with that new mic okay. people. She's got this big mic and that was pretty impressive. I mean, I'm also doing Duolingo. My Christmas list. Yeah. I'm learning <laughs> Spanish through Duolingo and there's like multiple voices. And every time the, they do a voice and you have to repeat that in, in there, I, some, for some reason, have to repeat <laughs> it in take. that, in, in that accent. It's like, amazing Yo, tingo, dinero. <laughs> like you can just talk with your normal okay well we look forward to hearing all the voices maybe they'll come yes. out in future podcasts maybe. so should we jump into top 10 uses for yes. coconola maybe we could go back and forth and each pick our top five yeah you 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 start number one Bring okay <laughs> i'm actually i actually somewhat paired with the ones that you gave me okay um so 
uh, number one, let, let's just jump right into lubrication here, okay? Because lubrication for endurance sports was probably one of the first non-cooking things that I used coconut oil for. So let's just say it how it is. You get fucking chafing people, okay? Yeah. And it happens. And man, have I gotten chafing because, you know, I one, once upon a time, I jumped on a bike and decided to bike down to <laughs> San Francisco. Anyways, that's another lie. But um, uh, running, you can get uh, like chafing and biking for sure. And coconut oil is the cat's meow for it. So do you put this on, because like, I don't do distance, so I would not know. Do you put it on before Unless and bear it stain your clothes, like yeah. stain your clothes or what? How do you deal with that? It, um, so I only need to use it if I'm going for like a longer period of time. And then I literally have specific bike shorts that I use all the right. time when I have that. Because yeah, there's a doubt, like anything, there's a downfall, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I've tried numerous things and nothing is quite as, obviously natural and, and like, you know, there's these other ones that are for like cows udders that I've used, yes. remember like green tin or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so it's like thick, thick. Yeah, yeah. It's so thick and gross. And, yeah. um, it's just too, you know, Vaseline and like, like yeah. those things are gross too. So like, Super gross. I would rather have something that I could like lick off my hands after putting it on my <laughs> for sure. day, like you know, <laughs> moisturize your hair <laughs> <laughs> I can put the leftovers in other places so yeah. um, I'm okay with a little bit of staining and like I say I just have if I know I'm going for long distance uh something endurance I just have specific shorts that I just use all the time that have oil stains on them yeah fair enough um okay on that same lines we're yeah. talking about lubrication for sex <laughs> so there is nothing better um, okay. than using it for sexual intercourse um, for multiple reasons. I'm not going to get into because some of those reasons I'm going to elaborate in future yeah. kind of points, but it doesn't dry out. It's safe for all the bits. Also um, very good for, let's just say it's a, a, um, a side point. Um, pre-birth. So massaging mm. around the ladies bits, um, because it also has, okay, I got to spit out antibacterial properties. And so it is going to, you know, have, make sure that if there's a little bit of yeast or fungus in that area, which is also why it's great for running and lubrication that way, because it yeah. can kill the bacteria and fungus that might be growing there. Um, so just applying it around to kind of soften the area and um, have that lubrication. Um, even and, and also you can, while you have it there, you could also use it to um, apply to the squeaky bits and parts on your bed. Yes, very so you can true. Lubricate, yeah, you can so your kid doesn't know you have a- <laughs> I mean, not that I know from <laughs> previous experience, but- It does work in the wood, uh, work in the wood shop. Yes. Good to know. Your tools Good to know. Your, that are squeaky, your, all that. All right. My next one, you're not going to like it, but um, it can be a good supplement, a, a good supplement for traditional cream in coffee. So we all know from the great coffee debate that I am a coffee lover. Um, and when 
I find that when people, I mean, this is a great substitute, like for people can't afford, say, um, uh, you know, traditional high level MCT oil. This is where the whole bulletproof coffee piece comes in, but there's not everybody could do butter, you know? And so mm -hmm. when I'm transitioning people that are, um, you know, dairy, uh, going dairy free uh they still like the silkiness and the creaminess and coffee just let's be clear don't put just a clump of oil into your coffee and think that that's going to be magic you actually have to blend it um in a magic bullet or whatever so that it, you you can get that creaminess um to it and and get some good fats in there uh, if you didn't listen to the great coffee debate, you need to, to understand that fats can be a helpful combination to at least um, help you with some of the, some of the potential benefits of coffee. Mm -hmm. After you have that coffee, um, what you can do is you can use pure coconut oil to, and uh, for, for people that are new to this practice, I generally say heat it up just gently to room temperature on the stove and use it for oil pulling. So oil pulling is just basically swishing with oil. Using the coconut oil helps to pull bacteria um, from the mouth. I have had gone to the dentist several times, said, oh, we have a cavity forming here. I up my oil pulling uh, routine along with a drop of essential oils in it. And I've gone back and it's gone. Reversed. So it really, yeah. really works for bad breath, for gum health, for um, just oral health in general. So yeah, we have had great, we have done the same thing. Both Jason and I have uh, been able to, um hone in on our practices in this being one of them including and reversed uh him reversed some uh, start of cavities and me um um improve some of my gum recession both with uh oil Sweet. pulling that's something nice. that is part of our morning routine number three for all the I, I mean i guess you just don't need to be a necessarily a mother to to have this but cracked nipples are the real deal people. Okay. Crack nipples can happen in <laughs> cows and men. Good Just point. You know. <laughs> Good point. So we're talking about crack nipples across the board today, people. It can be an animal. It doesn't matter your gender. Inclusive nipple talk. <laughs> we are. We are so inclusive today. But generally, this obviously happened to me when I spent almost two years breastfeeding. Okay. Yeah. Those first um, weeks were painful times and coconut oil was at that time in every single room in the house yeah. because yeah. I used it a lot for some sore nipples with the beginning um, times of breastfeeding. And just for those um, out there, you know, there's a lot of things you can use for chapped nipples, but this baby doesn't matter if the baby like puts it on yes. the mouth, right? And so that's a great thing to do. And always do it, start doing it before, like yeah. you got your cracked and bleeding. Like yes. let's, um, right from the start in between feedings and so on. Okay, body lotion. I love it as a base for body lotion. And so all I basically do is put it on the stove, a huge chunk, just gently heat it up, remove it from there. I add in essential oils. Um, I love bergamot, Siberian fur, and Douglas fur as a combination, those three together. And then I pour it into a glass jar, put it in the fridge. It's solid. 
unless you live and it's 90 degrees and then it's always liquid you could put it in a spray bottle. Um, but if you live in North America where most of the time it stays solid, then, you know, Mike, my husband loves it. And that combo uses it. And then those essential oils, you can gear them based on kind of your needs. And, and those are like aches and pains, reducing inflammation, all that goodness. Um, mm-hmm. But you can use like um, any, anything like lavender in there if you want to have calming effects. So yeah. really, really great for body lotion. It really nourishes that skin and um, helps to keep the bacteria off. And so I actually used to use it as a base for deodorant when I used to make it as well. Mm-hmm. I, um, both Jason and I love this scrub that we make that has a little bit of tea tree oil in it and some coffee grounds and sugar and the coconut oil as the base, um, because we've had, you know, the, what do you call the, uh, the lizard skin or whatever, what do you call it? Yeah. And, uh, and it really helps with our, especially in the winter, it's generally in the winter when we get a little bit of that, when we have a little bit less exposure to vitamin D and, um, yeah, that's a cat's meow for us. So the, or after sun or after sun. Mm, Yeah. Good one. Um, along the lines of the people and, you know, uh, uh, people and, or living things in our house, my dog's digestive support and coconut oil, um, almond my, is my dog, um, <laughs> has just really had some rough bouts of digestive distress, um, in line with some allergies. And, um, you know, he ended up having to have, he got bit by a dog and he had to have surgery. So he had to have anti- and, um, you know, get put under and then have antibiotics. And, and so we r- ripped apart his digestive system and part of our routine. Yes. Yes. My dog does a routine as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> he takes colostrum or, or probiotics and he takes apple cider vinegar and uh, he has fish oil, but a coconut oil is a every uh, a day part of his life that can be right directly on his skin when he gets some of the dried patches that um, tend to have a little bit more bacteria um, or feeding off each other. We use that or they're drier. But also, here's my frugalness. We actually um, pull oil pull and then spit the oil in almonds. <laughs> oh <dish>. my God. <laughs> and give it to <laughs> almond. And he loves it. It's a part <laughs> of our is, practice. That is a frugalness for sure. Yeah. Um, so alongside on the, on the human side, yeah. sense of that <laughs> it is great for gut health because it helps to clear, um, because of its antimicrobial and antibacterial properties, it can really help to kind of kill off bacteria and any candida that may be lingering in there. And so that can look like putting it into food. It can look like just having some during the day or in your coffee, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, So just consuming that is a great thing to one of the benefits of consuming it. Good one. And last one, I alluded to this earlier, but a replacement for, um, butter, like being dairy free for me, um, was like, you know, that was a a little bit of a, 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 
a mountain to get over as far as a baking specifically. Yeah. I never, you know, I was like, well, what do I use if I'm not using butter? I don't, you know, sometimes you need something that's solid and sometimes you need liquid. So I love its versatility in regards to the fact that it, um, you know, solid or liquid, and that can help you in regards to whatever you're making or baking. And let's be honest here, I'm a popcorn lover. And so that was hard going, you know, yeah, there's nothing replaces quite replaces um, butter. But um, a close second is the coconut oil. And um, that's been a light that was a lifesaver for me when I went dairy free. But let's be honest, and we'll just FYI for people that have not had um, um, coconut oil before you can it does not taste like butter. We talked about this in so many other podcasts. You cannot expect something, no. but if you put the nutritional yeast on oh, it after, yeah. you will still get the you get the same textures, right? Yeah. And for yeah. me, a lot of it is about that. And a lot of people like, um, you know, are like, "Well, what should I put on my toast now?" Because I used to put butter. Don't have toast. <laughs> yeah. Well, a let's rethink your toast. But if you want, but like, why can't you just put coconut oil? Like I've drizzled yeah. olive oil on bread before. Like, yeah, it's like, why, like is, yeah, it's like, like, let's get out of our zone of what, like the convenience that we're so accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just think out of that box. What's your last one? My last one is say it helps to satiate you. Mm. So to keep those hunger levels at bay so that you feel more satisfied um, after your meals. So including that or cooking food in it, when you're sauteing vegetables, making energy balls with it, um, any kind of sweeter type of uh, things, um, can really help to just, um, now when I was looking and doing some research on this, like the number one thing that came up was like weight loss. It's like, no, it keeps you hungry. Like it's, weight loss, maybe because it kills bacteria that causes like fluid retention and you have weight gain or like you're not as hungry. So you're not eating as much, but can we just not say, can we stop with the miracle foods that create weight loss, the apple cider vinegar, the bone broth, the, um, the, you know, the coconut oil, like there is not one food that is a miracle food or we would all be skinny as fuck. Okay. (laughs) Like it just doesn't work that way. It just helps to keep you full longer, which also helps your blood sugar levels. So so it'll slow down the release of sugars in there and therefore, um, yeah. But we don't want people walking away here and eating clumps of coconut oil, thinking it's going to be the cat's meow and the remedy to their, you know, candida filled body that needs fat loss. You're also (laughs) going to get the shits if you do that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So put it, put a container in the bedroom, deal with Mm -hmm. your squeaky beds and your vajayjay and go from there. Yeah. And then get. (laughs) get something in the bathroom, the kitchen and bedroom and, and then you're good. And you're good. There we go. Coconut oil. Coconut Let's oil. Let's do it. Thanks. I'm out. Peace out people. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Forking Healthy podcast. If you want to stay up to date on future podcasts, make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. In order for us to get into more ear holes, we would love for you to take a moment to share this episode or leave us a review. That's it for now. Fork and rights.